0: Oh, it's you. Come on in. Welcome to the scum bar. Podcast, Marvel Movie Marathon, where we go through the 22 films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, starting with Iron Man donning his first suit and ending with Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet. We're going to talk Iron Man, Captain America, Marv L, and everything in between. I'm your host, Captain Amat Brush, and with me today is Nick Fury himself.
1: I always keep one eye open. Shing, <laughs> brandishing <laughs> is one eye <laughs> <laughs> also okay when when you when you started talking this is obviously the loudest you'd ever talk oh in did the it intro. just peak like immediately and so no but you know like the um audio kind of can't well it'll like silence itself out <laughs> yeah. when it's trying to like balance and so yeah you started off really loud and then you went it sounded like really far away so i had to like my ears had to squint Oh yeah, there is uh, is a thing there, I
0: don't know what that's called, but where you actually squint your hearing, you know? Um, I'm going to avoid talking about (laughs) Captain Marvel as much as I can, as possible, so I I apologize, my tangent on this episode. Um, Warning, this (laughs) Gunbar podcast is going to contain spoilers for this movie, sort of, and the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. So if Uh you are not into spoilers, please do not listen forwards. Listen backwards.
1: For Yes. Um, If you enjoy (laughs) this Gumbar podcast,
0: be sure to leave us a like, or subscribe, or comment. Or anything, really, on any of your favorite podcasting platforms.
1: Just leave us stuff. Leave we us, like stuff.
0: Leave us a star.
1: Leave Ooh. us a, a froggy. Leave
0: us a... Interesting.
1: A... a
0: oh. Isn't that a thing, what? like a frog thing?
1: I feel like the, a frog sticker, you know? Oh, uh... uh um, wait, that's a th- isn't that from, like, Harry Potter? They have, like, frog gum or... What? Frog coins. Oh, from frog! Chocolate, frog frogs. Chocolate? chocolate frogs. Chocolate frogs. Chocolate frogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got it. We, we did got it. it again. Already on a tangent. Anything
0: to not talk about Captain Marvel <laughs> this week for our Marvel movie marathon. We're going to be talking about 2019's Captain Marvel, starring Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, Jude Law, and Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yes, exactly. And know, thus, without exactly further ado, please just tell us what this movie's about because I didn't understand it.
1: <laughs> okay. After crashing an experimental aircraft Air Force pilot, Carol Danvers is discovered by the Korean trained as a member of the elite Star Force military under the command of her mentor, yon Rog. Six years later, after escaping the Earth while under attack by the Skrulls, Danvers begins to discover this mortuary past. With help from S.H.I.E.L.D. Again, uh, Agent Nick Fury, they set out to unravel the truth. Okay. Wow.
0: Well done, sir. Done. Um, I That's will say,
1: I, I did miss the pause after Carol Danvers. Uh, but yeah, other than that, that was well done. <laughs> on purpose. That was That was deliberate. Um, you, you did all the pausing for me before and I the need to not
0: <laughs> before we split this movie into three parts and we're going to be very brief on this i apologize but we've got to also do Endgame a little bit later on today and so we're mm-hmm. kind of rushing a little bit through captain marvel but also but it, do you really mind it. that we're rushing through captain <laughs> marvel because i don't um, you can tell that there's a
1: bias <laughs> a little bit
0: and i'm trying well no i'm not really trying all that hard but um yeah there is a bit of a bias um Anyways, I before we break this down, I normally like to talk about what it was like when I saw this movie in theaters, but I, this is literally the first time I've actually seen this movie all the way through, so. <laughs> right. I never had right. seen it all the way through. I turned it off last time I watched it, and that was at home, so I never saw this in theaters, and I never got through the movie. This time, I finally sat through, watched the whole thing. I gave it my, a good college try. Sure. <laughs> good um, for you. So, yeah, we'll get into it as we talk but what do you mm-hmm. remember seeing this movie did you see it in theaters
1: yeah i did see it in theaters um i i think my interest from it or my interest throughout watching it went from like high and gradually went low and low and low and low uh watching the rest of the movie i just remember like the very end just hating this last scene which we'll, we'll get to yeah. but it's like the last confrontation and it was just it fucked the heck out of me yep uh yeah i'll
0: agree um Okay, uh, and before we start dunking on this movie, like we're probably going to for most of this podcast, I want to just make a note. <laughs> it's not just Brie Larson. It's not like I hate Brie Larson or anything like that. I've seen the movie Room, I think it was called, and like yeah. she's really good at acting in that. I know she's a oh, good yeah. actress, so I'm not saying that she's a bad actress. I just think the way this character was written and a lot of the characters in this movie were written is just not very entertaining, and this movie is more akin to a DC film, And I mean that in the sense of their main character is boring, and the side (laughs) characters are not pulling the plot as well if you have a boring main character. And I'll use my example as Black Mm. Panther, where Black Panther I didn't find, um, Mm T'Chaka or T'Challa, all that interesting. But I found the other Mm -hmm. characters more interesting to carry the plot. Well, that doesn't happen in this one. I don't really like Talos, and I don't really like Nick Fury in this Mm film. um, So it's hard for me to have anybody else even carry it. So it feels like a DC film where there's a bit of a chore to get through some scenes, to get to other scenes you might want to watch. Mm. And that's that's more where my my anger lies in this film, because no other Marvel movies have done that to me but this yeah.
1: one. <laughs> okay. I, I can see how in, like, what, what I didn't like with some of the characterizations were some things just seemed really... Actually, maybe a lot of things seemed really forced. Um, oh, yeah. So in terms of... Yeah, I, and I guess it, it has to do with how the character is written. Um, I mean, it could also just be uh, creative direction in terms of, uh, like, not just necessarily... Uh, the writing, but in terms of you know, throughout each of the scenes, they try to find like what, how would this character move or react or something, and, and maybe it's being a bit nitpicky, but it's enough that it really distracts me. So, for example, Yon Rog, the way that he's always trying to emphasize things to, um, to Cap- to Carol Danvers, it just seems like, like okay, they they almost want to paint him to be sort of like the the obi-wan to um to anakin sort of thing right or like the like uh jedi to the apprentice like he's right. always trying to give he's always trying to impart some sort of very like deep knowledge or something that's just like so important for her character or something for the movie but it seems so forced and i can't say that they're doing it because they're trying to give hints that like oh he's actually not a good guy he's a bad guy it just to me it just it pops up too much as just forced so right. and yeah i get that from some of the other characters as well unfortunately i mean it would have been great to to enjoy this movie more considering um you know how much impact carol uh or captain marvel can have with the avengers and the and rest we'll of see, like yeah. w- i'm sure what we're going to happen with uh, see with the rest of the movies but um yeah hopefully we can get more i guess depth with the character or um more things to just enjoy i guess yes yeah i would agree yeah uh okay let's get into it so act one i named birth of Vers. What did you do first? Uh, I wrote, you know, okay, I, I wrote these act titles, but I don't really remember why. Because I just, I, I almost really forgot it. a lot of them. I wrote all this last week, actually. So yeah, I don't really remember it. Yeah. Uh. So mine is called "I Laugh and Quote on the Inside." Quote. <laughs> okay. And I think it was probably supposed to be some sort of reference to something that happened in the movie. Like somebody said that they laugh. I don't know. I don't even remember. Anyway. That's how I feel yeah. watching it, though. Yeah. When someone's like, oh, you didn't
0: find that funny? No, I laughed. On the inside.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Isn't right. that, is that better? I don't know, oh, maybe that's not better. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're laughing on the inside, that means you're, you're still feeling the humor.
0: Oh, yeah, right? definitely. I'm not denying that, but it's definitely better, I think, to have laughed out loud. That means yeah. you couldn't control okay. it. You couldn't contain it,
1: you know? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You want to have reactive humor.
0: <laughs> we are got a scene here with Carol Danvers and Talos. I'll play Carol. You play Talos. Cool.
1: What did you do to me? No, we're just after a little information. What did you put in my head? Nothing that wasn't already there. But those aren't my memories. Yeah, it's like a bad trip, isn't it? I'm not surprised you can't keep it straight. They really did a number on you. Enough of your mind games! What do you want? We're looking for the location of a Dr. Lawson and a light speed engine. I don't know any Dr. Lawson. Really? why is she in washing your head <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh,
0: see okay i was giving carol a lot of like emotion when doing those lines you know like I don't, <laughs> I don't know a dr lawson like an interesting introspective line like like hmm i don't know what are you talking about yeah but that doesn't happen in this movie this is i don't know what dr lawson like enough of your mind games (laughs) what do you want like and i don't think that's brie larson because we know she can be emotional but the director clearly didn't want her to have emotion in this movie she has like very very little emotion to any of her lines
1: yeah she's quite firm on just her her character and her stance and we've seen a character who like hides emotions such as loki but Mm, we still
0: see the actor carrying that in a sense where they can have these lines but you know the hidden intention to their emotion behind the way they spout their dialogue
1: But Mm -hmm. that
0: does not happen here. So we just have her robotically spouting out her lines, which does not work. So when you're trying to make Mm. her funny, which happens in these first uh, scenes, she's not funny, unfortunately. Um, is that meant to be funny oh, i guess well not not no, not here well, but uh a little bit after the times, India yeah. escape there's some moments where she's trying to be funny and it doesn't really work out
1: oh okay yeah I, quippy I, I, I
0: guess you know mm. she's not iron man though unfortunately um anyway so uh veers has a nightmare on hella that's how this movie kind of starts off it, it talks a little bit about like the intro and all this kind of stuff and tries to get mm-hmm. a little bit about the stuff about alien races like the kree and the oh. scrolls and catches all up and i gotta be honest I've, i forget all this Oh, is it Hala?
1: It's, it's Hala. I was like, has nightmares on Hella, Like Hella from Thor? Oh, weird. Like, she's just it was- on oh, you're top right. of Hela. It is Hala. Yeah, yeah yeah. Every,
0: and, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. Yep, yeah. Hala. Um, so Hela has nightmares on, on the planet Hala. Um, yeah. And she's explaining them to her trainer, as you mentioned before, yon Rog, the Obi-Wan Kenobi to the story, uh, who seems to be scoffing off these nightmares. As we know later on, these nightmares are actually more flashes back to her memory that she has had white, I guess, for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Veers and yon are training, and then they're on their way to go meet the Supreme Intelligence,
1: which seems to be some kind of leader, I guess, to the Kree here on Hala. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when they're... Okay, this is her first encounter, right? And then it's supposed to be that... Like, did they uh, did they say or kind of reveal that she got her powers from Supreme Intelligence? That's what she's made to believe, right? I think that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what she's initially thinking, yes. Yeah. Yeah, which is... Okay, that's fine. We don't need to go into that anymore. That's all. It's just, yeah. I had zero interest (laughs) in
0: it when it was happening. Um, The Supreme Intelligence uh, talks to Veers, is in the form of some woman that Veers has never met. By the way, the name Mm -hmm. Veers is so strange. Uh, The fact that her name was Veers, I don't... Everyone's got a weird name, I guess, but still, Veers? I was like, what? Why is everyone calling her Veers? But anyways. um,
1: (laughs) Because that's her
0: name. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Um after talking to this creature that is a person that she doesn't know, but apparently has an emotional connection to, but she's not like, aware of this, so she should have a clue that she has memories she doesn't know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, she then is allowed to join the Star Force with yon Rog. And the mm-hmm. Star Force
1: um, also has who
0: in it? Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Korath the Pursuer. That's what it Korath is. Korath yeah.
0: the Pursuer. Sounds like yes. Ronan the Accuser. Interesting.
1: I think... I wonder if they all just have, like, a, some sort of the... Like pronoun. It knuckle. sounds like a very Viking or Nordic Attitude. kind of thing,
0: right? Like oh, the yeah, Red, yeah, yeah. Eric the Red, or something, you know? Um, right. Anyway, so the bearded. she joins up with the Star Force team, and they go on a Star Force mission uh, to go and rescue mm-hmm. Solar, who is a Cree operative. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a again, it's very DC-like. When I'm thinking about this mission, it's just like uh, an interest. It's a, it's like an action set that I have no interest in. And I don't, I'd like, I'm not saying the movie is bad because I hate it. I'm just saying, while watching this movie, I should have some interest in the set. Even Ant-Man 2, I can have interest in the set. But with this, when they're, like, swimming to go to, like, this place, I don't even, like, necessarily care where they are in the moment. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, ugh. I, I, I don't yeah. have much to like. The only thing I'll say that I was latching onto, at least, was the scrolls. I at least found this mm. idea of the scrolls there interesting to me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh well yeah the scrolls are interesting and and they're gonna be playing a part later on so it's uh it's a nice kind of introduction to what the scrolls are like oh I do remember that after watching the movie I thought whoa this is totally not what I remember the scrolls being at all because in the comics that I'm familiar with the scrolls were clearly the antagonists oh. um and not not like just misdirected or misjudged or anything yeah um but I, I'm sure they're I mean, there's tons of comics, so that's probably just, like, the series that I'm referring to. But, yeah, I wonder if the reason why we're just not interested from the beginning of the show, of the movie, is because, um, wait, it starts with the nightmare, so kind of, like, the flashback thing. And so I guess, like, they're trying to open you up to just questions like, oh, what's going on? What's going to happen? What are you going to find out? Um, But it's not enough to, like, kind of grip you into being invested in the character yet at all. Definitely. Um, There's nothing to latch on to. Nothing to, yeah, exactly. It's questions, but they're not, not, I don't, don't want to say they're not relatable questions, but they're just not emotionally, ch- I don't know. They're just it's hoping just that en- they'll like sit
0: in the mine cart and go for the joyride, but like there's no reason to be there yet. <clears throat> and it feels like they just missed such a crucial beginning, so that now that we're here on this mission and they're on this planet and they're trying to kill these people or, or sorry, capture this solar character and the, the whole mission goes awry, there's an ambush, we don't really care yet because. I don't know who she's with. I don't know these people around her. I don't have any reason to relate to them. Meanwhile, Night like Guardians of the Galaxy, what did they do? They started off with uh, Peter when he was small, when he was a kid, mm-hmm. something relatable yeah. with his mother dying well, of cancer. You know, something that we all were like, oh my gosh, I feel so sorry for you. And then yeah. they pull us into the weird stuff, right? Like
1: that's right. Yeah, I, I was actually going to say that. <clears throat> so later on, we get um, some more flashback scenes when she's a young girl, like at the carnival and on the go kart track, and they're showing like how much she's failing and stuff, right? And I kind of feel like those would probably be better moments to to start us off with because mm-hmm. we're we're seeing this girl that's already like we can guess that she's going to be the main person or some sort of pivotal character, even if we don't know that she is Carol Danvers yet. Yeah. But- at least starting off with a flashback showing a girl going through some troubled times can get us to feel like, oh, crap. Okay, so there's there's some history there from, like, when she was really young. Uh, she's probably been carrying it with her, like, all her life, as opposed to some sort of flashback that looks like that had only happened kind of recently. Right. Right, which doesn't give us enough time to think, like, okay, so she had... I mean, trauma is trauma, but... I think the weight of the trauma, like just knowing that, you know, it's coming from when she was a kid and carrying that all of her life. I feel like that's, a, a, that's more that we can latch on to. Maybe that should
0: be the Act 1 subtitle is Trauma is Trauma. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: so, Captain Trauma. Uh, Verz, she gets captured by uh, Talos or the Skrulls, I guess. There was yeah. an ambush from the Skrulls. She gets captured by them. And then we have the scene that we did at the beginning of this act where she's being interrogated by Talos. Or Talos? Is it
1: Talos? Talos. Yeah. It's Talos, yeah. Um,
0: and he's going through her memories, you know, and he's like, mm, then why is she in her head? You know, so she's inst- in- she's instantly kind of trying to wonder if these actually are her memories, why are these there? So she breaks yeah. out, and there's a kind of an action sequence. She's trying to break out. She's trying to use her hand cannon things, but she can't because her hands are, like, locked down. And and mm-hmm. I get the idea. It was like, okay, so they're trying to introduce the hero one step at a time so we can understand her powers and they actually i'll give them a little bit of praise they did a pretty good job by blocking off her hand cannons we can at least understand that that's a power of hers and that she should be able to do that but she currently cannot so she has to fight so okay so she knows kung fu so she can fight and and, you know hit all these people (laughs) i know kung fu um so we know that and then does she fly she doesn't fly at all no not in this sequence um not, not yet no so we're exactly so we're kind of like guessing her powers at this moment so in these fight scenes that's where we learn about her and who she is and how she fights and how she becomes a hero I guess yeah. uh, but again there's, they sprinkle or they pepper in these little moments of trying to be comedic but it doesn't work with the direction they've given Brie Larson for her character so she comes off more like arrogant but not smug which mm-hmm. can come off as comedic in its own right she comes off as just arrogant for arrogance sake which is just not fun So, when she's Mm, fighting the Skrulls here, I I honestly couldn't tell you the line. She says some kind of line to the Skrulls when she fights them off and tries to do, like, a whole, like, oh, oh, no, there's more. Like, and then, like, runs to go fight them kind of thing. But, like, it doesn't work with her character. So, um, I have no problem with the Stoic character. One of my favorite Stoic characters is Captain America. In, like, all stories, it's one of my favorite Stoic characters. And Ned Stark, as well, is one of the highest ones that I I really enjoy watching on screen. So, I have no problem Mm. with her being Stoic, but she needs to be always Stoic or, like it's exactly
1: (laughs) yeah that's right it's it's the consistency factor right it's like the confidence in the in the fact that we can we can know she is like that and will continue to be like that because i think that's what like from the get-go captain America and iron man like we we learn what they are and they like we know that they're there for like that's how they are for the rest of the movie tony doesn't waver in his personality never yeah because his personality
0: Mm -hmm. is to the core of who he is Yeah,
1: Um, I mean, okay, I I guess in terms just to defend Carol Danvers' character, just considering that, yeah, her memories have been manipulated in a way that could contribute to just, like, overall personality, but I don't think that's what they would be trying to show. It doesn't seem to me like they're trying to make that, like, a purposeful thing in this movie. Um, Otherwise, like, she, I think she only kind of has, like, one emotional moment that I can think of, and it's at, like, it's just when she's talking to uh, Maria. Right. Maria in this one, right? Maria Rambo marina yeah marina maria rambo um where she's trying to just like encourage her and that's kind of the only time everything else is kind of just I, I guess i could agree with the whole arrogant kind of persona um it's it's just a weird kind of confidence but yeah it just it's just not consistent yeah. what i would
0: like to see what i think i'm not to rewrite it and make it better but it was just what i think might have worked a little bit better uh is if she was trying to play off some kind of joke some form of jokes maybe that never land like other people mm-hmm. don't find her funny because if you think about it she's in she's a stranger she's an alien in, in this place right like these people don't really know her or yeah. they didn't grow up with her right so maybe if she was trying to make some kind of joke or, or comedic value that nobody understood and didn't find funny then when she's on earth she makes these same kind of jokes but with maria and maria instantly has like a perfect retort and they instantly mm. connect right and then she yeah, realizes yeah. like oh these are my people
1: like that, mm. something like that may or it at least senses something. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, but I, 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 I didn't get think. I um, I, um, oh no, I lost it. I'll come back. No, go. oh no, 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 no. I, I, did, I, got it, got, I got it. Okay, yeah, so okay. Yeah, okay. okay, the opening scene when she's training with yon uh, the <coughs> end of that sequence is that she, uh, she loses, she loses control, right? She, like, he's trying to get her to not use her powers to right. control them. In the end, she ends up using her powers. But the thing is, I, I don't really recall many scenes where they're strictly trying to show she is even struggling with that fact, right? You know, like in in the sequence with the um uh the scrolls after she gets her mind gets like interviewed, <laughs> yeah. That she and she's escaping. I mean, she's using whatever she has at her disposal. So like, she's using her ingenuity, she's using her combat um skills, and then she also uses her her powers, but. Uh, like what powers she has but she doesn't use them in some sort of uncontrollable way that ends up being uh like detrimental to her cuz i feel like that would make more sense knowing that we got that opening scene but yeah. you know that's not what we get we just get some we just get a character who seems pretty in control of everything she is ex- except for just uh probability <laughs> right yeah. and then she ends up being able to escape um more or less fine but yeah it's uh it's another one thing that i guess it's like it's a layer that opened, but they didn't. They didn't keep peeling it. They didn't keep going through with that and just let it like, let it waft away and just move on to some other fact that they could try to get to. Right. Yeah. An
0: onion that didn't peel.
1: Yes. Yeah. An onion. <laughs> um. So she breaks free
0: from the scrolls. She's running around the whole base. She ends up finding a space pod. She jumps mm-hmm. into the space pod, which I believe gets shot by Ta- Talos. Um, Talos. Yeah. But she still takes the space pod and. Goes off to Earth, but it malfunctions because of a shot. So then she falls off and ends up landing on what, what do they call a planet? C fifty three. Wow, thank you. So yeah, planet C fifty three, which is Earth. Okay. Then um, yeah. she lands in a blockbuster, which if we didn't yeah. already know, now tells us this has to be in like the nineties or early two thousands, which it's in the nineties. Um, so
1: we know. It's... No, it's it's earlier than that. It's like eighties. What?
0: Isn't it? Oh, shoot! No, it's nineteen ninety five.
1: Point oh, for Batbrush. Brush! Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, it's definitely not two thousand. Sir, but, you were already yeah. seven years old at this point. Uh,
0: uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> at least seven, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so it, she lands at a Blockbuster, which we all know Blockbuster so well. I actually remember Blockbuster really well. I do remember going there and renting games but to me blockbuster was the more expensive option
1: <laughs> yeah i actually rarely went to blockbuster yeah. i went to my local rogers video <laughs> oh
0: rogers rogers was good too our rogers got taken over by a blockbuster um but yeah i used to go to a more than movies which was close to my house and uh Whoa, that was a good that's one. on the island yeah yeah and it was okay. you could rent five movies for five bucks those were vhs wow. all the time wow uh, holy yeah and uh and video games were like i think it's five dollars for a n64 game and you got it for a week so, that was wow. pretty good for a rental. Um, That's pretty good. But I remember, like, waiting for, like, you know, that game you wanted to, like, be there at the rental store. And, like, sometimes they didn't have it. And I'd ask them if they could check, like, the rental, the, the, the return bin. I like, could see yeah. if they could check the return bin to see if maybe somebody had returned it, you know. Right. Uh, anyways, so, yeah. Blockbuster, I do remember well. Good memories there. So, she lands at Blockbuster. Cool. Uh, I thought that was a nice reference. I remember Metrotown Mall in Burnaby did a little promotion for this at... Uh, at one of their stores and they recreated a blockbuster for this movie when it was coming what? out yeah it was right when i was leaving burnaby and i remember seeing this and i took a photo of it it was like crazy they like recreated it
1: so like you could rent videos or was it just no, like i think it was a, just promotional just for the movie I so
0: i think it would go in it was just like captain america promotional stuff i think okay yeah but it was just it was a weird thing they did at Metro Mall. So
1: interesting yeah. oh yeah blockbuster video was shown in the trailer wasn't it it was yeah must yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it'd be kind of strange to show promotional video people blockbuster like, when nobody has any idea, like, why does this connect yeah. Although, recreate okay. a blockbuster now,
0: people will go for, like, the memes, for the jokes, like, people will go for sure, so.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Anyways, um, <laughs> so she lands in a blockbuster. She gets interrogated by S.H.I.E.L.D. There was, like, a security guard outside. He calls S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. comes in. This is a weird take, and I don't really like this. We'll, we'll get more to this later, but Nick Fury comes in with, um, mm-hmm. you know, hot on the press whatever uh, agent colson who's like the, the new rookie the new rookie like yeah not sure like how he's gonna be yet with shield kind of thing the yeah. strange thing to me about shield is they seem incredibly like ill-equipped as shield at this moment they seem like just well, fbr <laughs> but that seems weird yeah. to me now i haven't watched agents of shield but in my mind at least shield is like always way ahead of the game and I'm not saying they have to understand about aliens and, like, extraterrestrial, but they just, like, they see someone with powers or so they hear, like, a, a thing about people with powers and they're instantly, like, minds are blown. But I'm like, what about, like, Captain America? What about, like, like the, the Red Skull? Like, whatever happened with Ant-Man and the Wasp? And, like, all these things with S.H.I.E.L.D. from the past where I'm like, they should not be surprised by heroes or any kind of people with enhanced powers in any way, shape, or form. All of this should seem actually fairly normal to them. Um, the, the only thing that might be scary to them is outer space. I think.
1: Right. I guess. Okay. If it's in the '90s, then yeah, because Shield definitely was formed like way before by uh no, it like, was how, back so with Captain America in like the '40s. Dark and well, okay, yeah. When when it was Captain America before, it was something before it was Shield. I forgot what it was. Like the SRS, SSR, something. It wasn't. It wasn't Shield the way we know Shield now. Okay. It eventually became Shield. Right. And, uh, but even still, yeah, because Shield was, um, Shield was definitely created by, um, like Stark and Carter and later on. Um, so yeah, it is kind of actually, that doesn't make sense. Why are they, or maybe they're just trying to show, like, uh, some sort of contrast with Shield back then. With, of course, they'd be ill equipped compared to what they are now, but it does seem strange that they, don't understand that there are already forces outside of earth that yeah they, Well, nick fury they, they, just they comes off as with.
0: incompetent in this movie compared to what i would expect nick fury to be like in shield when he was younger mm-hmm. and more in the game you know he mm-hmm. doesn't he just seems shocked this whole movie he's like comedic relief and like shock value and that's about it like yeah. I, I don't know he doesn't have anything where he is the surprise uh ace in the hole with some news that he's got as a part of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's just him always receiving information and going like, oh, interesting. Like, that's about yeah. all it is for him. I, I, mm-hmm. I just don't like that take. That's not what I expected from S.H.I.E.L.D. Any at any time period. You know, I would have expected them to be a bit more, like, on the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need more Peggy Carters is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. Uh, so, while there be, while she's being interrogated by S.H.I.E.L.D., Uh, they get interrupted by Skrulls. There's, like, a Skrull sniper. They've taken on the bodies of, like, surfers and stuff, and they've come and they try to Mm -hmm. snipe her. The sniper tries to snipe her. Uh, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And uh, she's chased by the Skrull uh, for a little bit. No, the Skrull runs away. Then she chases the Skrull, and they go onto a train, and there's a whole scene where the Skrull takes over, like, an old woman, and she's interrogating all these people. Then there's, like, a weird CGI elderly woman fight that happens that's, like... (laughs) battle on a train yada 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 they fight
1: um, yeah. <laughs> Nick Fury and meant to be funny because it looks like she's beating up an old lady yeah. Yeah. I'll admit the beginning's
0: funny kind of and then it, then it falls off the rails pretty quick in my opinion then I'm just not interested in the fight scene then Nick Fury's in like a, a car and he's going to he's trying to chase the train with his car this whole thing is supposed to be like an exciting action scene and I'm watching it like with like a glazed look in my eyes of just like oh like I don't know why but it's just there's no stakes for me I will admit the cool thing is when he realizes that colson is not colson that's a good moment i like that i didn't expect I like that here. at all i did not expect that at all and just seeing when like he realizes it's a scroll in the car with him that was cool and then you know nick fury actually does something interesting he crashes his own car he damages himself but uh yeah. he also takes out the person next to him you would think that a moment like this is where he loses his eye where he trusted somebody and then he lost an eye but no, this was just where he got in a car crash and then hurt one of his eyes, <laughs> like the wrong. Yeah, way. well, that's
1: one of the teases that they're trying to do for like the whole movie, right? They're trying to make you think like, oh, when is it that he loses his eye? Yeah. So that's just one of them. Yeah, just hooking us in. Yeah, yeah. The last and then, time uh, I yeah, on the train, somebody. on the train, we get that uh, we get the Stanley cameo. Oh yeah, which which I thought okay at first I was really confused. I, I remember, um, I don't recall in the theater how I thought about it, but I. Re- like watching it this time I was like wait what happened because she's walking up to she's walking down the row, and then um, you see a guy with a newspaper in front of his face you don't see his face but you see the hair the head and stuff like that and the clothes but to me it didn't actually look like it was Stan Lee and then it cuts to her and goes back and it's it's Stanley's face like without the newspaper so i almost wonder if that scene was edited in after like it's somebody that oh, was Stanley for Stanley yeah cuz it something about that was like just looked really well, strange well at this to point
0: me. stanley was not in very good health no so he wasn't I, so this I, is one I know of the they, last yeah they
1: refilmed a lot of
0: stuff for stanley sorry they, what i mean is they pre-filmed a lot of stuff for stanley so yeah. there's a lot of heavy cgi stuff happening in all these last marvel movies with stan lee in there um i wouldn't be surprised if there's a body double for a little bit or like a hey if we're gonna do a stan lee this might be a good moment let's throw a guy in there that kind of looks like him for now and then we'll we'll decide yeah. later in post you know
1: but yeah because they they also they also filmed the Endgame cameo with him like way like really early too didn't yeah they? they did uh yeah. back
0: in the time of dr strange is when i remember them saying they were pre-filming stuff with stan lee uh, so when okay. we saw dr strange where they like land on the bus and he's reading like a, a book on something um, that was already a pre-film scene. So they pre-filmed, like, all of these back then. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So there's a Stan Lee cameo, which she just kind of gives him a pass, because he's Stan Lee. Um, later on, after this whole thing breaks out, the scroll is, uh, taken up by Nick Fury. We cut back to Veers,
1: and she's come- Oh, you know what? Sorry. I just remembered. Um, yeah, this is the, uh, the beginning of the movie, the opening opening scene or the opening um what'd you call it? Not nope, not crawl. But when they show the whole like Marvel logo, Marvel universe. Oh logo, yeah, they were paying homage to Stanley. It was yeah, the whole Stanley tribute, which I thought was it was kinda cool. It was nice to see something a little bit different and uh yeah. I just wanted to mention that because um yeah, I we don't that. yeah, we don't have a lot of moments where obviously Stanley is very pivotal with the whole like Marvel as a whole, not just the MCU. Yeah. So um so I like that they took the time to do that for him.
0: Right, this actually, I guess he was... Had he passed away by this movie's release? I guess he might have. Uh,
1: I think he had... He passed away for sure before Endgame. I don't recall about... I think it might have been just before this Marvel. movie's release. This might
0: have been the first movie after he had passed away.
1: Let's see. November 12th is when he passed away. Uh, Captain Marvel release date was 2019. So yeah, he did pass away before Captain Marvel. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Anyways... Um, so v- Veers collects her memories back from a skull crystal, and she steals a motorbike in a very 90s, or in some, uh, 90s clothing, and kind of just oh, yeah. drives off into the sunset to go to, like, some bar. Um, and then Fury and the new guy, Keller, who is kind of Fury's boss at S.H.I.E.L.D. there, uh, they're dissecting a body here, which is a Skrull body. They're looking over, like, mm-hmm. an autopsy here of the Skrull, and there's a really weird moment here where Talos, who is taking over Keller, but we don't know this yet, is, like, yeah. fondling the, the the head of this scroll, and then, like, oh, he yeah. goes up to it and he, like, he's, like, like, your death will not be in vain, brother, you know, like, saying, like, some yeah. kind of stuff to him. But it's, like, super over the top and, like, I don't know. It's like over animated to the point where it's like if anybody saw him in this moment, like he just covers
1: blown. He just looks so awkward. (laughs) It is kind of yeah. I it was like his hail Hydra moment, pretty much. Hail Hydra. Right. I I guess like the uh, what they're trying to show with his compassion for his character for his brother, his dying, his dead brother, is that he's trying to. uh, They're trying to paint. A little bit more, so that the scrolls aren't actually what we think. Like they're not, uh, they're not just like merciless killing creatures. They have, they have kind hearts. They have, they have compassion. Don't judge a book but... by its cover. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Judge it by the way it caresses your head. Right.
0: That's where I ended yes. my first act. Where are you about with
1: that? <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh where am i i my act two starts after we reveal that there's a shield uh and before i can't eat toast if it's cut diagonally oh yeah so that's pretty much the same spot probably yeah, yeah. the same that's, spot. that's, that's yeah. really the
0: next scene for act two for me so act yeah. two is pretty much them on their mission so here we go act two i called yep. spy versus spy
1: i called know your enemy Ah, something typical <laughs> know your enemy totally fine Um, that's all it is we got a scene here carol danvers and nick
0: fury i'll play carol danvers you play nick fury
1: okay you have three names what do people call you fury just fury yep not nicholas not joseph just fury what does your mother call you then fury what do your friends call you fury kids if i ever had them fury
0: nice did you laugh at that scene i did not laugh at that scene uh, it, it, again, felt forced. It's, like, comedically forced.
1: I'm pretty sure Weird. I didn't laugh the first time around. I probably maybe... You know, I did think I laughed on the inside. Yeah. I did laugh out loud. The idea of kids loud, calling him
0: yeah. Fury was not funny to me.
1: Yeah, I... It should be Dad. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I don't think there was any, like... We don't need to be... We don't need to have it forced down our throat that, like... We know him as Fury. I know. We, we don't need a reason to not call him anything this. else
0: they're only using this joke to set this up for like if a scroll can be identified as a scroll right so
1: oh does he call him why he calls him fury leader yeah, th- there's or the a, elevator scene yeah
0: in the elevator scene right, he right, calls right. him uh... Nicholas. Nick, Nicholas, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Honestly, you didn't have to give us a joke though about like how his name is Fury. Like if, if people just called him Fury around him and somebody just said Nicholas, and then you show yeah, him we going, would totally get it, exactly. show him just doing like a weird little like motion looking at him, we would know. We would instantly know. Like that's so true. Show don't tell. <laughs> that's so true, yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, so Nick and Veers meet up at this bar. I feel like it's called Jack's Bar, but I don't I don't actually remember.
1: Well, Um, we're calling it a Jack's bar now. We're going to call it Jack's bar. So this is
0: where Carol actually has some memories from, and she's starting to get some flashes of the memories here. She's getting Jack flashes. Jack flashes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, And she's remembering some moments with, is it Maria? Maria Rambo?
1: Yes, Maria. She's kind
0: of remembering this person a little bit here as she's drinking at the bar, having a good time, when she went off to, like, war, joined the military. Girls can't join the military, but she joined the military. Um, just little, like, moments that are, are flashing in her mind while she's here. Then she sees a, sh- uh, a ship. She sees a plane. She asks, she asks Nick, what plane is this? Uh, this somehow leads to a conversation about Nick and S.H.I.E.L.D. and how S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Nick can take her to the S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of headquarters. And they can go look at more stuff about this kind of stuff. So she's like, all right, I'm going to roll with Chu. And <laughs> also she tells him about the Skrulls. He says, how do I know you're not a Skrull? She does a whole song and dance where she, like, shoots a photon blast which for good reason nicks like how does that explain at all that you're not a scroll. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's yeah. a good moment. Right? it does it's a valid question. Then she just tells him that's not what scrolls can do and then he just takes her word for it cuz he yeah. trusts her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel think that maybe that's... maybe just one more scene of like why he should trust her, but whatever. Yeah,
1: I, and I think that's that's a better uh that's a better scene of him just going off his usual emotion. You know, like the way the way he reacts and the way um the way he actually presents his lines, like, this was one of the times where, like, okay, yes, this is the Fury we know, yeah. and and it works well with this kind of interaction. Yeah. And so, yeah, it'd be nice to get more of those.
0: Is the sun in the west? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, is the sun up? <laughs> then put it on the left.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. He's
0: just, yeah, he's... Ugh. I like Nick Fury, but I feel like he gets worse over time. But I do like him. I still like him. It's just... There's so much potential with his character, but over time, he does not age well.
1: Yeah. Well, some people just don't. You know, age hits people differently. (laughs) (laughs) But he is good
0: in, like, Avengers. He's great. Yeah. He was one of my favorites. Anyways, uh, so they head off to this dark... what, What do they call it? Joint Dark Energy facility in Nevada. Some place where S.H.I.E.L.D. is hanging out and making dark energy,
1: I guess. Um... So what it's literally called? Oh, I, I, was oh, at the MCU I see here. Notes. Project yeah. Pegasus, yeah. Joint NASA U.S. Uh, Air Force Facility. Yeah.
0: But it's, I don't know why. The MCU notes, it says Dark <laughs> dark Energy Facility, so they must be doing some stuff there. I don't know what. <laughs> I guess that's, that's Project Pegasus. Cool. All right. Yeah, so they go there, and they uh, quickly... Nick starts to get a little bit worried. There's a lot of telltale signs that they are actually set up here mm-hmm. they're in a room the room is locked the door has like a mark where it's been slid open and slammed shut um and they learn about project pegasus in this facility mm-hmm. uh, and then lawson and there being this whole missing pilot plot uh mm. this is where veer starts to think about the fact that she might be this missing pilot she tells this to fury fury starts to mull over all these ideas as this is happening fury then starts to uh notice that shield is ambushing them and this is where all of his suspicions come true. And pretty much at this moment, he decides to go rogue with Veers because he trusts her more than he does S.H.I.E.L.D. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, while all this is happening, they meet a cat. The cat they name... What did they name it? Goose? Goose, goose the cat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Goose stuff.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> is this supposed to be a reference to, like... Wait, is there a Something. Goose? No, it's Iceman sure and Maverick, right? No, this is Goose. Maverick and Goose. Oh! In Top Gun? Top
0: Gun? maybe it might be because
1: of the jets yeah i never thought about it i kind of assume yeah because we're 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 doing like air force stuff and i don't know i just felt like goose seemed appropriate for like maybe who knows or or just or just nick fury likes calling animals different types of animals
0: i don't know a dog named moose yeah um Anyway, so they escape in what is apparently called a quad jet, which I guess is the precursor to the queen jet. (laughs) So they escape in a quad jet and they head off to Louisiana, which we do get a line here from Nick Fury that I do enjoy where she's kind of like, we're going to Louisiana. Where's that? And then he's kind of like, oh, I've been there like a billion times. It's just down over here. Like it just like says like go (sighs) east or something He's like go northeast. But yeah. like for some reason i love that because that nonchalance kind of attitude from nick fury that's the nick fury i'm expecting to yeah, see yeah yeah so yeah yeah liked it
1: um, i don't even remember the line but i agree <laughs>
0: they head to louisiana and they meet up with rambo <laughs> not john rambo rambo Ram- rambo which totally makes sense, uh, sense for Louisiana because it's got that French
1: American kind of culture to it. So
0: uh, Rambo. And... Wait,
1: did she have something that said her name? Her nickname was Photon for some reason. I feel like she was supposed
0: to be Photon. So, and, and to be honest, I think uh, in later on in Scarlet Witch, uh, sorry, in WandaVision, I mean, there's a moment where she she looks at the plaque of her mother, which is Maria Rambo, and it says Maria Photon Rambo. So yeah, I feel like she originally was supposed to be Photon.
1: I think. Okay, wait. I'm trying to find the uh, the scene where she sees the picture. Oh, here it is. Nope, this is not. Wait. Wait. Is it? No. no. Wait. Wait. I think. Uh, I see black. No. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. I didn't find it. Never nope. mind. <sighs> Maria Photon Rambo. Oh yes, it is. Okay, sorry. Cause wait, what? Then why? I'm so confused by. I know. Monica. Yep. Monica is actually like Rambo Photon. in quotes but then Maria is Photon in quotes? Did I get that right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
0: Uh, in this movie, at least, um, Maria and Monica are staying at their house where they normally chill, I guess, and uh, Carol reconnects with them and understands that they were good friends of hers from back in the day. Um, while this is happening, uh, she learns that her real name is Carol Danvers, and this is why her nickname was Veers for some reason, because the last four letters of her Name was Vers, so that makes her name Veers. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> don't you get it? <laughs> oh, I just got it. It's so obvious. Um,
0: so Talos and the Skrulls arrive, and they start. That was actually a pretty uh, creepy moment when you realize the Skrull is outside pretending to be Monica's mother. Um, oh yeah, that was like actually that. pretty good. I like that. I think there's more Skrull stuff that could happen that could be interesting. In fact, mm-hmm. if the Skrulls were villains, I feel like they'd be really compelling villains. Because it'd be so hard to tell yeah. where they are. Yeah. But I'm actually kind of glad they're not villains because the idea of Skrulls taking over all the characters I love are really... It's really tough. You know, I already had that enough with Harry Potter 4 and Professor Moody, and I just... Mm. I don't want more of that.
1: <laughs> I have a feel... I thought that was supposed to happen later on with the whole Skrull invasion kind of concept. One character you've known with, like, and loved was not for- who you thought they were. <laughs> they were invaded. Skrull-y.
0: skrull <laughs> <laughs> Um... Yes, so uh, they're the, ta- the Talos and the Skrulls. They they come over there, and then there's a temporary alliance struck between the Skrulls and these humans all here at the mm-hmm. uh, the Rambo household. I guess um, while this alliance is struck, it's because they've kind of learned that there is a secret laboratory uh, of Lawson, and that um, she was actually a double agent. She was for one a Kree. And she was a double agent mm-hmm. though, from the Kree working for the Skrulls, and she was trying to mm-hmm. teach them about her what was it like fast light travel kind of technology or something. like that? Uh,
1: engine speed light, engine light speed. Yeah, something, something that yeah. was
0: going to help the Skrulls out so they could get away from the like overempowering thumb of the Kree. I guess
1: oh. light speed engine. That's uh, what it's called. The light speed engine. It.
0: Yes. Hit it to light speed. Um. So <laughs> they listened to the black box tapes. Uh, Ah, interestingly enough to the fighter jet and the black box tape survived in this instance so Mm -hmm. when this happens carol gets to listen to her journeys i guess while she was with lawson and Mm -hmm. learn that she's actually carol and what everybody's been telling her is true and that so everything she's known is a lie essentially at this moment this is where captain marvel essentially is born the real captain marvel that we should know from this point so Mm -hmm. um she learns about all this and then she also learns that lawson's name was marvell which I'm Marvel. sure yeah. is way more striking in the comics, but when you hear it in a movie like this, it comes off as so cheesy. My fiance, when she heard that, yeah. she just like rolled her eyes so loudly that I, I <laughs> <laughs> like, she was like, how, why, what is going on? She already yeah. didn't like the name Captain Marvel because she said that that water is down the name of all of Marvel, which I actually kind of agree, but still. Mm. It was like, my. Okay, I can see that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Marvel is, um, uh,. I guess in the comments because that like Marvel comics were from like, those were old school, um, old school, and yeah, I, I don't recall like how Marvel was revealed as a character to begin with, but um, yeah, it does, it, it does kind of make it, I guess yeah, watered down would be the way to put it because then, um, um, you know, we're we're attaching like her as a I you can't you can't help but attach her as the character and think of, of like yeah marvel like okay yeah. is this is she supposed to be sort of like some sort of originating creature or like force of marvel comics like why yeah. why choosing this name but i mean it's not like they can really help it too much because like the character already pre-existed yeah so, yeah for sure yeah
0: i mean they can call her uh, veers yeah. captain veers
1: captain veers yeah <laughs> or uh, or dr veers yeah yeah
0: so they learn about this laboratory that's floating in space. It's actually orbiting Earth. And they decide that they're going to go there um, mm-hmm. to go and find Talos's lost brethren. Uh, so mm-hmm. they trick out the quad jet. Uh, and they get it ready for space travel. And then everyone's going to space.
1: Yep. Everybody's Asgard going to space. is a people, not a place. And <laughs> it is in space with the Skrulls. Space base. That's what it is.
0: Yep. So at this moment, then they go to the orbiting lab... Um, they meet up with the Skrull refugees, I guess you call them, like or whatever they are. They're just like people trying to live out on this laboratory. It's Talos' family essentially, and some other Skrulls.
1: Yeah, I guess refugees make sense because they're the ones that are just like surviving, right? Yeah. I was also gonna mention. So before this, they have that whole like when they're striking that deal with Talos and stuff, and they're they're asking him like what he can transform into. I. I wanted to. I want to like it, but I don't know if I do yet. But the whole like, oh, what can you transform into? Like, can you trans- transform into a cat? What's a cat? Yeah. Can you transform into a filing cabinet? Why would I transform into a filing cabinet? You know, like, yeah. I think they're are probably good choices for for things to ask. Like, if you were to think of something funny to ask, but also just think of a thing to ask because you're curious. I think those kind of make sense. The cat thing, obviously, they're they're trying to make something happen with the whole like cat flurkin thing. Yeah. Um and uh and the filing cabinet like I like them asking the question because yeah like can he transform into an inanimate object and what would happen but Right. It's yeah, it's one of those scenes where they're they're trying to really pull off like a really big comedic moment but I just don't know if it works that well. Yeah, I don't find yeah. the
0: listing of the items very funny, although I did laugh at the what is a cat line. I just thought that was really funny based on his previous thing where he's like, that's a floorkin like, don't touch that Yeah, line. He's so freaking out. <laughs> like, yeah. getting turned to a cat, what's a cat? Like, so quickly, like, it was just, that, that was good humor, I think, for that one moment. Yeah, cabin. like, but subsequently. Just, that's, that's all they needed, then they could just cut away from that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Actually, that's true, yeah. If they just cut it there, that would've been good. Yeah. The final cabinet is kind of just pushing it a bit too far. Yeah. Again, it's like, it's more forced... Uh, more more forced scripting. Yeah. I don't know, it's, yeah.
0: I agree. Um, so while they're reunited with Talos and his family, there's a, a nice touching moment there where they're all kind of like, oh, we're, we're alive, we're survived. And you kind of start to sympathize with these Skrulls, which is nice. Um, you start to realize they're not the villains. It's all about the Kree. It's all about the oh, Kree. Oh,
1: I start my Act 3 when they meet up with the with them, actually. Ow. Yeah. Where, where do you... Why don't
0: we just start Act 3, then?
1: Act 3 it is! <laughs>
0: I named Act <laughs> yeah. 3, Birth of Captain Marvel.
1: I, okay, I named mine Come As You Are because What are you waiting for? <laughs> it's the song that's playing when she meets uh, Supreme Intelligence again Oh, okay The, the Come Nirvana song
0: As You Are yeah. Nirvana <laughs> Yeah, that's the so one So 90s, most 90s song in the world Except yes. for spells like Teen Spirit <laughs> might be a little bit more 90s Um Anyways, we oh, yeah, got a scene true.
1: here. I'll play Colson, you play Fury. Okay. We have no idea what other intergalactic threats are out there. And our one woman security force had a prior commitment on the other side of the universe. SHIELD alone can't protect us. We need to find more. More weapons? More heroes. You think you could find others like her? We found her, and we weren't even looking.
0: Dun dun dun! <laughs> and we weren't even looking. What next? A man from the sky who tries to get a hammer out of a dirt pit with oh. blonde hair? <laughs> Har. <laughs> um so yes. Uh Talos reunites with his family. Then ba 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 bang ba ba bang 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 out bang 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 um, there was actually he's a moment. So Bied. He's still Bied. He goes down to earth and he interrogates who he thinks is Carol Danvers in a pretty good scene, actually. A pretty good interrogate, interrogation scene. Uh, it turns mm. up to be a Skrull, um, because. A
1: sacrificial Skrull.
0: Yeah, sacrificial Skrull. I actually feel bad for that Skrull because I feel like, what else were they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> they I, I, they like, were going I, to they die. They knew this was much. coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Um, and then after that, um, Skrull's get reunited and, yeah, Danvers, uh, I'm just gonna call her Danvers now instead of Vers because I hate Vers. <laughs> she finds the Tesseract Danvers! Um, she Dan-veers. finds the Tesseract here on the Secret Laboratory, which I thought was kinda cool. I did not realize the Tesseract was gonna be this light speed travel energy. Um, mm, yeah. that totally makes sense, since it's being the Space Stone. It actually makes sense for fast travel. Um, while she's got the Tesseract, she's ambushed by the Star Force, who come out of nowhere. Who? Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> who? Who are you? Oh, I wish I wish he talked more in this one. I know it would've
0: been kind of funny. Huh. It
1: would've been great if she was like, "I'm Captain Marvel."
0: Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would've been funny if that was like a, a trait of his, or, or if he if he had
1: amnesia, that would've been even more funny. <laughs> just every he's in every movie at some point, and every he just has an encounter Who? with every single protagonist. Where? Why? <laughs> How? Who
0: is Gamora? <laughs> Uh anyways, she gets placed under some kind of like stasis thing um where she once again gets to meet the supreme intelligence which yeah, looks like out as we now know looks like Lawson uh mm-hmm. which was kind of the, the actual Obi-Wan Kenobi mentor to Carol Danvers here mm. um who is yes Marvel although um, this is more like this, the Sidious, sidious to the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the supreme mm-hmm. intelligence is kind of Darth Sidious.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and puppet the, I mean, the, the puppet, puppet master, not the puppet. Yes, the master, not the puppet. I was going to say rag. the puppet strings, but she's definitely not strings. No. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so she's placed under the stasis. The supreme intelligence pretty much goes like, you can't defeat me. I can puppet master you. out everything, you know. And then she eventually just kind of uses her Carol Danvers powers of might and and frees herself. Might and magic. Heroes <laughs> of might and magic. <laughs> she frees herself from the stasis, uh, and she breaks free. Break free. And uh, while she does this, Goose the cat actually is a a Flor- florkin, a
1: florkin, A florkin.
0: florkin, and uh, eats the Kree soldiers as well it's as like, the tesseract.
1: I feel like it's supposed to be kind of like a like a flurry chicken or something oh, like maybe. florkin but no that also doesn't make sense i'll admit i don't
0: uh, i feel like i don't jump to movies very often but i actually jumped at this scene because i did not know this was coming just the noise that came out of nowhere from this cat thing it just like it was so loud something was like oh geez like (laughs) i wasn't expecting it so uh instead of laughing i actually got a jump scare out of the goose thing. (laughs) unexpected jump scare um so the Goose Cat eats the Kree soldiers as well as the Tesseract, and while this is happening, Danvers fights the Starforce, while the Skrulls mm-hmm. escape using the Quadjet to get back. Or, well, not really to Earth, no, just to escape outside of the, uh, the secret laboratory. Yeah. Uh, Talos is shot by yon in this moment, so Talos is unable to fight back, so they all have mm-hmm. to get into their secret pod and fly away. Um, okay, that's pretty much it. Yeah. yon Rog calls Ronin the <laughs> a- Accuser out of nowhere, um, mm-hmm. and suddenly Ronan's in this movie. I know he was sort of briefly mentioned earlier, but he's now just suddenly here and present.
1: He seems... Well, he was... So yon was was like, in contact with him a couple times. Yeah. He and, seems yeah.
0: different in this movie to what I was expecting. I don't... I don't know what I wanted out of Ronan, but when I heard Ronan was going to be in this movie, I, I guess I was expecting something entirely different from this. The way this plays out, Ronan doesn't seem scary in any way, shape, or form, because it's like she could have just murdered Ronan in this scene. Like, she mm-hmm. just, like... When she turns into, like, super crazy, super Saiyan Captain Marvel, and she's just yeah. like, taking out, like, all the planes, and then, like, takes out, like, one of Ronin's full ships, and then she just, like, mm-hmm. stares at Ronin, and he's just like, okay, we're getting out of here. Um, yeah. I-, it- I
1: like how, uh, like, the eyes of, like, uh, Ronin and his, uh, like, one first hand man, or whatever you call it, like, because their skin is blue, and so their-, <laughs> their big white eyes just totally pop, Yeah, <laughs> and just, he's got that moment of, like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah but i don't like that that happens because i liked ronin i thought ronin was a really interesting villain who was only defeated by the gems or the stones he wasn't necessarily defeated by a person it was the power of the power stone that was able to defeat ronin i feel like the Mm -hmm. only person that could actually kill ronin would have been thanos um so yeah i don't know I, i liked him a lot as a villain and i don't like what this movie does with him he feels really watered down now so i don't I don't I don't feel threatened by him in any way
1: yeah I mean I guess we don't need to because it, it, he's so in the past for us as audience that we don't really need to we don't need to get hyped up about him all over again so I think it's okay it's fine <sighs> just let it go map rush it's okay <laughs> okay don't worry about it the movie's um, over it's true
0: <laughs> uh while the quad is trying to get away it is pursued by Min Irva could you imagine all these names are just puns it's just awful
1: <laughs> wait min Irva is a pun
0: yeah min dash Irva is supposed to be minerva I like the name minerva you're like minerva mcgonagall
1: oh her name is min dash Irva? yeah just like oh. Rog
0: and just like marv dash l or valias yes.
1: wait what's yon is yon rog a thing
0: no it's just they all have dashes and then it's like oh okay, I see. so min dash Irva is supposed to be another name it's like oh come on oh
1: so, like, yon rock should have just been, like, day slash, or day dash vid, or something. Yeah, exactly. Joe Does it make Joe dash more sense? Fraser. Joe dash E. Joe E. <laughs> Joe dash E. Joey!
0: Joey doesn't <laughs> share food!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, anyways, uh, yeah, Minerva is trying to take down the quad jet, and then Rambo comes out of nowhere with, like, her Top Gun moment, she, like, Goose shoots down the thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yeah, so that, that happens. Uh and Danvers have a nice duel, but it's uh, not my... really I hate So tell, tell this, me why you this hate this
1: scene. scene. Tell me this this scene. This is the scene I was talking tell about. Like, goals. okay, this is this scene does not need to happen at all. Like <laughs> they do not need to have an encounter. We already know like her we know her personality enough to know she's not gonna do anything to him and his just like overemphasized way of getting her to fight Hand to hand, it's just like, it's just such a waste of time. Like I really did not enjoy watching this pan out, and I would have been fine if the movie ended before this happened. Means I would have been fine. If the movie pretty ended like way much. back when, like. Uh. Yeah. But I did like what happened. Wait, was it just before or after? When um, uh, when Nick is holding the cat and then gets, or Nick is holding the forkin or petting the forkin and then the forkin scratches his eye. And then he says, Oh, it's just a scratch. And then Taylor's just like, No. <laughs> and that's it. I kinda I kinda like that It so
0: weird. I it was not weird, at but all I liked how it. I expect him to lose his eye. And I was just mad at that uh, scene. It was just yeah. I wanted it well, to be yeah, something heroic. And obviously they're trying to subvert expectations, but not it wasn't fun for me. I, I think I'm Yeah, upset. yeah, I get it. <laughs> it would
1: have been cool if it was like some sort of like really, really like awesome heroic moment too. Yeah. I get it. And I think because I think everybody expected that or like wanted that which is why they didn't like no we're not gonna give it to you yeah. we're just gonna do like gonna what you we want flirkin. so i'm like yeah which i'm i'm fine with but i but I specifically like talos's reaction like he knew the whole time it was a and everybody else was wrong and now that you've got the scratch like i'm telling you it's not just a scratch you're an idiot but he says it all with no no and a little a <laughs> slight a slight head shake so i no. i like that yeah
0: yeah uh, so yeah, so Fury gets his eye taken out, yon Rog gets destroyed, um, well, essentially sent back to ha- uh, Hala with a warning. Um, Hala. Uh. Hala at your boy. Uh, <laughs> take, uh, Okay, camo? What am I even saying? Wait, what? Skrulls take uh, refuge at Rambo's house. I don't even know what I'm trying to write in my notes anymore. I lost Where are you? Okay. Skrulls take, <laughs> take camo. I don't even nice. know what that means. Um
1: they, 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 meant to, the they wanted house, to camouflage so. in Rambo's house.
0: <laughs> they camouflage as a house
1: yeah they all turn into filing cabinets
0: (laughs) uh carol makes a receiver for nick she says call me when in danger hey wink wink nudge nudge but don't call me if it's like an alien invasion of new york don't call me if it's like a robot that takes a whole like city or country and puts (laughs) it up in a giant rock only call me if it's thanos um
1: and when he's got a gauntlet and he's about to snap
0: yeah exactly (laughs) <laughs> then carol decides to tugboat the scrolls away to their home planet somewhere in <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in space um with the powers of is it the powers of the space stone she no it's not even she just uses her powers i guess to take she's them away. got yeah she's yeah. Uh,
1: she's not limited anymore by no. her own uh oh no by the supreme intelligence is like uh, the nicotine patch that she had on her neck <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly uh, and then at the scene that we already uh, portrayed, uh, Fury creates the Avengers Initiative, which again I feel like makes the Captain America movie make much less sense. If Nick's all like, "Oh, instead of like the the Heroes Initiative or whatever the heck he had written down,"
1: he's oh, like the Protector. Yeah,
0: protectors. I'll make it the Avengers, but it's like okay if carol is the reason why you called it the avengers initiative then why is captain america called the first avenger
1: i like it doesn't make any sense (laughs) or like call it call them the danvers initiative or something or like yeah
0: you know what like i don't mind if she inspires nick in any way shape or form to what starts the avengers just Mm -hmm. not the name the name was already a thing with the first captain america that was the whole point of captain america coming out just before the avengers movie but it's like, kind
1: of like a very subtle retcon, you know? Yeah! In a way, you know? Oh, right?
0: It's so frustrating to me, though.
1: Yeah. Or at least at least you could have, like, if, if Carol Danvers inspires him, then he could have called them the Carolers. You know? I might have been okay with that, if all the Avengers were the Carolers.
0: You know what's even better? Here, here's a better homage, actually. <laughs> How about um, Captain America has, like, a famous line, you know? Something like, uh, you know, it is our job day. to protect the Earth from all okay. forces of evil or something, right? And it's, like, in a newspaper at his desk, right? And Carol happens to say the exact same line to Nick, and he's thinking about that line. And he looks at that newspaper clipping, and he sees Captain America said it, and he's just like, yeah, these are people that think this way. These are Avengers. (laughs) Boom. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, it's it's, it's so dumb. Like, do something better. I don't know. Be better is all I'm saying to Marvel. Yeah. Be better than this.
1: Oh well, they got they got bigger fish to fry in the next movie. They do. They just um, tossed they just wanted to answer some questions and that's it. True.
0: Let's end this whole thing. So we get to the after credit <laughs> scenes. Um, there's the Endgame Captain Marvel scene, which is very strange cuz this is not actually even a scene from Endgame. This is just a scene where Captain Marvel suddenly shows up when they're looking at like the beeper. It's a like, beeper, beeper. Oh beeper. well, I
1: guess it's not it's not an Endgame scene, it's an in-between scene cuz it's literally happening but before Endgame. Oh, like before the movie. I
0: just got that now. Of course, she goes there first and then heads yeah. off. I never yeah, got that's that. why. Because I this like, whole scene was just like retconned as soon as Endgame came out. Like, yeah, yeah. Because oh, they,
1: because um, what she, Hulk or Bruce Banner was still Bruce at this point yeah. when she came? And yeah, you're right.
0: You're right. Okay, I get that then, now. Wow, I did not get that when I uh, saw this. I was so confused. You're
1: you're just looking for things to hate. That's, that's what you're doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, next one was Fury's cat, which I am wondering when does this take place. This Fury's cat scene.
1: Uh, I guess. Let's see. Wait, what's on the desk? And Fury. Uh, I mean, it still looks like he's got old school stuff. Like, look at that computer monitor. True. Uh, so although is it just that looks like,
0: like a... during the time the cat's just like spitting out the tesseract randomly. on the I desk? think yeah,
1: it's probably like later that night or something. What does something.
0: Nick do when he like goes to his desk and the tesseract is sitting on it?
1: Oh, he looks for the fork and sees, tries
0: to find Put out. Put like, this back what in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I don't want We're this. trying yet. to hide this. Anthos,
1: <laughs> what is your worst character to this film? Uh, I don't know. Probably Yonrog, Probably Carol Danvers. Uh, probably uh, maybe not Talos. I don't know. The let's just go Yon Yonrog.
0: Yeah, I'll agree, Yonrog. I I don't like Carol that much, but I like Yonrog worse. He's yeah. not, he's not as good so. Yeah, yeah, which sucks. I like Jude Law a lot. I like Brie Larson a lot too. I yeah, I like Samuel think, Jackson. I, yeah. Like it's just annoying to me.
1: They all, they all do, like they all do a good job, when, um, like yeah. as actors for Actually, sure. the it's actor just... for
0: Talos I don't like all that much. He's pretty bad in Ready Player One. So.
1: Uh, do you like him in Star Wars?
0: Oh, you're right. He's not bad in Rogue One. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think he's normally he normally does a good job. Ready Player One. Oh, that's right, right, right he's, he's just like so the main like over guy. the top yeah, 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 yeah. in Ready Player One. That might not be his right. fault,
0: but that's what I was it's, using as a reference.
1: Yeah, it's also just the movie. The yeah. book is just way better. I know, and I, I'm I not saying that, that he's, he's we, pretty we, good in uh, in Rogue
0: One, though. You're right. Yeah, he's good in
1: Rogue One. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what's your best character then?
0: Uh, <laughs> I think I'll <laughs> go with Talos because I did actually laugh at a few of Talos lines. Uh, okay. Talos was just different enough for me to kind of enjoy. So.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I want to go with the Flurkin. Um, <laughs> the uh, Tesseract was my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, the, the filing cabinet was my favorite. Uh, I don't know. Maybe like Monica. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. She wasn't bad. She yeah, didn't really do
0: anything she, all that criminalizing. Like, she was pretty she, good.
1: She seemed like like a decently. Um, a good kid she, She's a good roadie. She's a it's... good um, falcon.
0: She's a good uh, all the side characters. I'm trying to think about the side characters. That's right, she, yeah, she's, she's just kinda, a good side, side character. Yeah.
1: yeah, and not not Maria, but Monica, like the little daughter. Oh, I'm sorry. Old. I was thinking. I was yeah. totally thinking Maria in my head.
0: No, okay, Monica. I
1: mean, yeah, Monica, Monica was, funny was too, okay, yeah. but I think Monica. Monica just has this thing about her. I'm just gotta go with Monica.
0: <laughs> Monica, Monica,
1: <laughs> happy Monica. Monica. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, Saw Santa Claus he says hello to Ross. <laughs> Sounds Sound like Joey, Joey. Christmas, Christmas
0: will be This is now a <laughs> friend's podcast. Uh, yep. and I'm going to skip the next one. We don't even have time. So, thank you for listening to this podcast, oh.
1: everyone. We are done, Captain
0: Marvel, and I never have to watch this movie
1: again. Uh, oh, wait. What's your favorite thing about this movie? I Let me
0: say the setting. I actually think it's interesting to see a 90s perspective of Marvel. I thought it was cool to go back in time. I wish we yeah, saw okay. a lot more. But I'd say right. the setting is the most interesting thing about this film.
1: Okay. My favorite thing is that... When you finish watching it, it means that Endgame is next. That's my favorite thing <laughs> about
0: the movie. Well, in my in my Marvel playlist, Captain Marvel will never touch it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Uh, thank yeah. you all for listening to this podcast. I'm sorry you had to slog through it. We tried our best. We really did. And
1: I yeah, I, I actually had a difficult time talking about this movie. Yeah. Not gonna lie. It's... Yeah, and I know we're rushed,
0: I... <sighs> so we didn't do this as good of a justice as we could have. But yeah. we are just trying to sorry. get to Endgame because we have a lot we have to record. So. Thank you all so much. And uh, yeah, be sure to listen to our next podcast, which is going to be
1: Endgame. And it will be the end of the game. Of all things. Yeah, or the game. Yeah. Of the game. Yeah. Okay, okay. Goodbye, cool. everybody. Goodbye, okay, everybody. Everybody, 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 everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>